I have never seen a video nasty. I wouldn't. I have far too much. How, how can you judge on a video nasty? Oh, have you never seen one? I actually don't need to see visually what I know is in that film. Hello there and welcome to the Video Nasties podcast. My name's Christopher Brown. I do sometimes wonder what possessed Erstlerangus to be in Prisoner of the Cannibal God. I wouldn't say it's like some form of record for the film to feature the only appearance of a Bond girl on the Video Nasties list, as it's quite an odd claim to fame. The movie itself is standard cannibal fare though, with a kind of boy's own adventure feel to it aside from the animal killings there. But, you know, at near the end, we kind of see its big exploitation selling point. Erstlerandrus naked. The actress goes through all sorts of enthusiastic issues with a stoic look on her face, whether it being covered in mud naked or making it look like she's eating the remains of her brother. She does so with as much aplomb as possible. Now I'm going to play you the trailer now, but I'm going to give you a bit of a warning. The trailer feels as long as the film is, so uh, brace yourself. If you want to speed on, it's about four minutes. I don't know if Henry's still alive. But until I'm certain that he's dead, I'll keep on looking for him, even if I have to do it alone. I think the only person who could help you is Professor Edward Foster. This is the Marabata jungle. It's the area where they say Henry disappeared. Five miles offshore is the island of Roca. The island is covered by a very dense jungle which surrounds and protects the sacred mountain of Ra-Rami. Sacred because the natives believe that the mountain is cursed. It was meant for us. No, wait. My name is Manolo. She was attacked by a native. She'll be all right. He was a member of a tribe called the Puka. Why is everybody so scared of the Puka? They were the ancient inhabitants of Ra-Rami. In their language, Ra-Rami means Mountain of the Cannibal God.
risk of gangrene. He's burning up. It was crazy to let him come. If he insisted on coming along, it means he has his own very good reason. That's right. I have mine, you have yours, just as Henry had his. What's yours? You want the truth? Your husband knew that Rarami possessed resources that could bring him wealth beyond imagination. We'll be rich, Charles. Rich! <laughs> Those cannibals forced her to partake in their rituals. Yes, and it was horrible. So, known as the Mountain of the Cannibal God and Slave of the Cannibal God 2, the film stars Esther Andrus and Stacey Keish with English Dialogue. And it was filmed in Sri Lanka. In search of her missing anthropologist husband in the jungles of New Guinea, Susan, uh, played by Ursula, enlists the help of Professor Edward Foster, who's, who's Stacy, who believes that her husband might have headed for the mountain Ray Ray Me. That's translated as Mountain of the Cannibal God. Now, Ray Ray Me is located just off the coast on the island of Roka, which is believed to be cursed by the locals. Now, the curse is mainly there because of a cannibal tribe who are incredibly savage and incredibly violent. Accompanying the professor and Susan is Susan's brother, Arthur. We find out that Susan's um, motives for being there aren't quite as altruistic as she was making out there. Susan and Arthur, they're really there for the uranium deposits in the local area. And meanwhile, Foster wants revenge on the cannibal tribe who took him captive in the past. That's enough! Damn you! Let the police know where we are, you stupid you idiot! Nice long talk with your brother before he causes any more trouble. Don't try to put her against me. Don't try to break this expedition up. I won't let you reach the mountain. We'll reach it together, the three of us. Well then, if you care to join me, I suggest we get going. We may reach the coast by tomorrow night, if we're lucky. Money, money. The film is a greatest hit set of cannibal tropes. Um, from uh, The film was actually made in 1978, which obviously predates Holocaust and Ferox, and therefore less, has less of the, the grimness than you would normally expect. But everything else is in place. People eating savagery in a beautiful surround, and good tribes versus bad tribes, Western people with dubious motives, and of course, that animal cruelty. The film benefits from the work of director Sergio Martina. He was kind of talented, very prolific, and a very versatile writer and director. Martino made lots of different films, uh, you know, which were 
generally quite entertaining B-movie fodder and made him in horror, comedy, western, sci-fi. He was one of many directors who are a bit of a jack-of-all-trades when it comes to, uh, to the genres that he worked with. Now, Martina was born in uh, 1938 in Rome, and his grandfather was actually director uh, Gennaro Regali. Now, Sergio began his career in his early 20s as assistant for uh, his writer-producer brother, Luciano Martina, who also produced uh, this film as well. And uh, he did second unit director duties on Bar- Mario Barber's The Whip and the Body. And he actually made his directorial debut in 69 with the Mondo documentary. Now, obviously, we've spoken about Mondo many times before as a catalyst to the cannibal films. But this film he made was called Wages of Sin, which would be better known to genre fans as Mondo Sex, really. He really hit a stride in the early 70s, though, uh, by making reasonably decent giallo murder mysteries, some of which you might have heard of. Um... Blades of the Ripper, All the Colors of the Dark, The Case of the Scorpion's Tail, and uh, most probably most famously, Your Vice is a Locked Room and Only I Have the Key. Then he did other stuff, sex comedies like Sex and Smile, Cream Horn, and um, worked with actors such as George Hilton and uh, Claudio Casanelli. Um, he frequently wrote with uh, Ernesto Gastaldi, and... Um, he made Torso as well, which possibly you, you would notice from, you know, you would know from uh, various, you know, if you're a horror fan. And in terms of spaghetti westerns, Arizona Cult Returns as well. And, you know, he's kind of worked, kept on kept on chugging along and made TV features and all the rest of it as well. It's, he's not a classic director and he's certainly not famous as a director, not in the same way. Somebody like Fulci is, you know, he never, you know, you know, he make, making lots of jalos it just isn't enough, you know, when you've got the barbers and the agentos of the world. But um, he's extremely capable, and that does come across in this film. Um, it's quite uh, slow, and um, it's not as good possibly as as maybe I'm making out. And I think possibly, you know, it, it sits amongst some pretty grim efforts and that's possibly why I'm being a bit kinder to it than I should be but in comparison to like you know Cannibal Terror it's you know it's it's an absolute fucking joy to watch so the uncut European print shows quite a lot of animal violence really uh, you know uh, a lizard being gutted uh, a monkey being eaten by a python uh, there's stuff with alligators in and stuff as well and Martino admits that he only tacked that stuff on on the directors in the distributors' insistence. There's also a version called Private Collections Director, which basically features uh, more shots of, well, a shot of a native girl masturbating uh, and a bestiality scene as well between a man and a pig. Um, it's obviously stimulated. It's obviously simulated, I should say. Um, but, um, I mean, the, the pig looks like it's kind of far inter- more interested in eating whatever's in front of it rather than whatever the guy around the back's doing. But 
God, it's so fucking horrible and really ex well explicitly, really. And so this orgy kind of thing that's going on does feel tagged on for exploitation's sake. Father Moses's mission. I brought you some white sinners, Moses. They need food, water, and a place to sleep. Edward! Hello, Father! <laughs> oh, ah, you haven't changed a bit. Coming back like this after so long. I'm so pleased. What brings you here? I just couldn't stay away. Pancho! Come! Look who's here! Look and see. Hello, Pancho. Hey, this ah. is Shura. Hello. Pancho's new wife. Yes, there are two other people as well. Ah, Father. I'd like you to meet Mrs. Stevenson and her brother Arthur Weishauer. Hello, Father. It's nice to be here. Pleased to meet you. May I ask what you're doing here? We're on our way to the mountain Rarami. To the mountain? Are you crazy? You'll never get through the jungle that surrounds it, my dear. We have to. I'm looking for my husband. He's lost with his expedition. Come. Okay, so if you remove all those elements, and I know it's a lot of elements to remove, the film does feel like an action adventure, despite, you know, it's kind of imperialist nature, slightly racist feel and the general concept of, of, of all cannibal tribe movies, really. Um... All movies review was negative, and the reviews generally are negative for the film. Quite graphic, unpleasant, uh, noxious trademarks intact, gratuitous violence, real life atrocities committed against live animals, and an uncomfortable imperious attitude towards underprivileged peoples. You know, it is. If we're being if we're being cynical, that sounds like a cannibal movie to me, and uh, you you get what you pay for, and certainly delivers. Now, this I'm just had been in a fair few films and was an actual star but she was a long way from Dr. No by this point and was prone to appearing in a variety of general genre movies anyway that were coming from Italy um, granted she appeared as uh, you know in uh, Clash of the Titans three years later but by this time she was basically getting what she could get on the films that she could and granted her choice for this film is you know, questionable why she would do it, but you know, just at the very least because she's asked to do so much in it. Um, but there you go, God love her, God loves a trooper. The film was passed as an X in the cinema with all the animal cruelty cut out. Uh, it was passed on title Person of the Cannibal God and Mountain of the Cannibal God, too. Um, cinema cut version was released actually as a preset VHS by uh, Hokusen in uh, 81. Uh, titled Prisoner of the Cannibal Guard and this was banned and added to the DPP list in November 83 and was removed from the list when it became clear that it had already been released in that format beforehand and that basically blankly got caught, picked up because of the cannibal title um, I, you can get it to this day, it still has 2 minutes 6 seconds of cuts, all of that to the animal cruelty so um, if you pick up the 18 you don't have to worry about seeing any of that stuff Um 
Is it worth watching? Uh, you know, I mean, these things tend to be a bit... They're all right. It's, it, it is exactly what you would imagine it would be. Uh, and as such, despite its reasonably brief run in time, you do feel the time, you know, you do feel the length of it. Uh, so that um, that there is that to it as well. But, um, you know, if it, it very much depends how keen you are to see a man fuck a pig and uh, a Sarandras being covered in... I, mean, I think it's meant to be honey. It looks like mud. Um, if that's for you, you know, more, t more power to you. The, in this glorious world of all opportunities, that option is there. My God, the Geiger counter has gone crazy. Be careful if it's not radioactive. It's uranium. High percentage uranium. It's incredible. We found it. Henry's maps were right. We'll be rich, Arthur, rich. Just like you said, this will bring me happiness. You like Foster. Believe that story about the faithful wife looking for her lost husband. Didn't you, Manolo? Henry tried to keep us out of it. But we knew he was coming here for the uranium. So I had to convince Foster that I was only here to look for my husband. Otherwise, he would never have helped us. So the search was just an excuse. Henry cheated me. He also was going to leave me. It's not my fault he disappeared. My God, you're without limits, both of you. I see now why you let Foster die. He was a poor idealist. He wanted to exploit all this wealth only for a crazy humanitarian purpose. At least his values were higher than yours. He had little interest in money. Well, that's all you seem to care about. For the moment, yes. Just a bit of feedback. Thank you very much for the lovely words about the I spit on your grave. Um podcast last week um it's a shame i've done this one next really because it's kind of uh, it's obviously you know there's a lot less to say about this film um but uh well thank you very much to it for all the, all the kind words and uh, people have been very very positive and uh, obviously that's lovely and uh, thanks to uh, fuzzy ian who sent a bit of a uh, feedback in he said i first watched the film back in 1986 on an uncut vhs my friends and my little brother who wore glasses and we immediately started calling him matthew is it me, or do you find calling the sequel to the remake I Spit on Your Grave 2 a bit crass? A very informative podcast, thanks. Yeah, I mean, I have to say I've not watched the uh, second, the remake sequel, the remake sequel. I've not seen the remake sequel. Um, I read a review saying it was, you know, kind of, you know, a bit pointless, really, and you know, another retread through that story and a story, you know, a genre story that we've all seen a lot of times now. So I kind of, I kind of eased off. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> and, and I, I, I don't mind exploitation, you know, B movie exploitation films being crass or even, you know, trading off names and stuff like that. I have to say, and the main reason for that is the fact that you know that's kind of part of their appeal to me. So yeah, I, but I, I, I do understand what you mean. You know, it, it's, it's so far removed from this film at this stage that. You know, you wonder, you wonder exactly, you know, well, it's just trading off the name, isn't it? It must be, it must be. Well, thanks very much for your feedback there, cheers. And uh, a little bit more from Rob Wilson. Chris, my favourite show yet. The mention of Siskel and Ebert was brilliant. I remember Roger Ebert on Steve Dahl's radio show for a couple of hours. Every 30 minutes or so would, would start going off on how dreadful I spit on your grave really was. He said people left the cinema a little dumber. 
and must have been 12 or 13, I thought about the movie like it was mind-altering. Perhaps it contained subliminal messages to ruined brains. Uh, love Tom's comments on Matthew. Uh, notice the next one's on YouTube. I'll get this one done even if it takes a couple of shots. Again, great show, Rob. So thanks very much for that, Rob. Uh, yeah, and it's great to, to, to hear from Tom. Yeah, we had a few people contacting the, uh, about Tom's feedback and, and thanking him for that. I mean, it's great when you you know you get another voice on on the on the program. And Tom is there. He's a bit of a veteran to podcasting, so it's it's great to have him. Great to have him uh, on board. Uh, it's great to have him listening, but also great for feedback. So for cheers for that, Tom. Um. Yeah. So. Uh, sorry, sorry. This is kind of short and stuff. Um. Yeah, not a lot to say, unfortunately. Uh, it's a bit of a shame. Uh. You know, I mean, this marks the last uh, cannibal film that we'll be covering on the run, and uh, I think part of the reason for a lot of this stuff is the fact that you know, I've basically said all I need to on on this particular genre, so uh, I maybe should have moved stuff around a little bit so we didn't finish on this film, but um, it is a uh, you know, it is what it is, and it's a valid watch. Next week, well, if you want to get in contact with us, please do. Uh, my email is vigionassipodcast at gmail.com or you can get me on my Twitter, which is at orange underscore monkey. Or you can leave a message like Ian and Rob did on the website, which is vigionassispodcast.com and just uh, click on any of the articles and you can leave a comment there. Next week, we have got a notorious Greek exploitation film, uh, Island of Death, which... Uh, will be a more interesting listen, I think, and uh, a better. Well, yeah, it is a better film, but it's certainly a strange film, and also involves more bestiality as well. So you could have a uh, an animal fucking double bill if you really wanted to. So until next week, take care, and I will speak to you soon. Goodbye. Hello, me again. Um, just realised uh, after my edit, which might be why this might sound a bit different, that I have neglected to mention that I'm actually not doing a podcast next weekend. The reason for that is that I'm away. Uh, the good news is that after that, we're pretty much clear to go until the end of the run. So, um, well, apologies, obviously, for, miss, for, for missing a weekend out so soon after a, a two-week break, but um, at least we'll... We'll be finished before Halloween, effectively, is the plan. Um, and yeah, and next week's, well, the next podcast will be really cool, really good, by the looks of what we've got on the go. So, until then, I'll try again. Take care, and I'll speak to you soon. Goodbye. I have never seen a video, Nasty. I wouldn't. I have far too much. How, how can you judge on a video? Oh, You've easy. never seen one. I actually don't need to see visually what I know is in that film. Just like you said, this will bring me happiness.